how I structure my practice during the week. Well, I'll start off right off the bat with, I'm going to check the weather. Because here in Texas, we have to make sure we know what the weather's going to do where I can kind of get an idea of what I want to work on that week. Because if I've got a 30 to 40 mile an hour north wind and my shoots face toward the north, so I'd be roping in the north, I'm not roping that day. I've already battled that stuff before. Now, if my horse just needs to score, then you can score. But I try not to throw any loops when I've got that much headwind because it's, I'm not getting any practice out of it. I'm just fighting my head. And the older I've gotten, I've learned to where I don't want to fight my head no more than I have to. And so I might maybe rope the dummy if the wind's blowing too hard. I'll find something to do in the barn. And so that way I kind of at least know, okay, is it raining? How many days do I have to practice? I can structure my, my week through the weather. Next is, how did my weekend go at the rodeo or the jackpots? So I'm going to have a Sunday assessed day or a Monday assessed day. You know, was I not catching? Um, was I missing the right horn? Was I splitting the horns? Was I waving it off? Okay, maybe I can rope the dummy in the barn and get some head loops and work on getting that top strand over that left horn if I'm splitting horns. Maybe if I'm hitting the horses here in the back of the head, work on getting your delivery up or your swing up a little bit higher. Get that top strand over that right horn. Um, you know, maybe I'm missing the right horn. I got to get my swing out to the right. Whatever it is that I assessed on the roping, I can get some reps on the dummy first. That way I save my horse. Maybe my horse isn't scoring. All right, maybe I can score. Make sure that uh, maybe your wife, girlfriend, or a buddy right there on your good horse that when you score the steer, you have a healer leave. Someone leaving where your horse ain't just watching the, the heel horse. Because a lot of times you can score at home and not have no one in the box and they know the difference. They can get real smart with that. Then to go over the five steps. You know, is my lane too wide? Let's work on the lane that day. I start with whatever's closest to the box. Like I say, we started with scoring. Then the next part is, okay, maybe my lane was too wide. I'm going to work on my lane this week. Let's work on those weaknesses. Let's knock those down. You can maintain your strengths. If you're, you know, if you're rating off a position good, then you don't have to worry, worry about that. But if I'm running too wide, okay, let's get that lane down. Okay, maybe I'm roping too close. Maybe I'm roping too far away. Maybe my position, as I'm getting close to the steer, maybe it's not matching up with the steer good enough. Okay, let's, let's work on position. And then anything roping, I want to rope on the ground. And so get that stuff kind of lined out, all right? Maybe my horse is ducking in the corner. Okay, can I get breakaway? Can I rope right there and, and get him on his butt? Maybe he's leaning to the left. Maybe I can rope with a rope. Get a real rope in my hand with a healer up there. Rope, step your horse out, slow him down, step him out, slow him down, and then maybe put a little pressure on the horn and follow the steer to the back end. Whatever that horse needs to be able to maintain, that's what you're trying to structure during the week. But what I try to do is I try to get that stuff done when my partner's not there. I try to be respectful for my partner. One thing that Logan... When Logan Medlin and I roped my last two years, is that when I needed to work on my horses, I would call some young kid that just wanted to come rope some steers. So if I needed to float the steer down the pin a little bit, I could. Um, he's just happy to throw loops. If I just needed to, to break away on my good horse and free up my practice horse that day, you know, he was just happy to get to throw some loops in where I was maintaining my horse, but it wasn't affecting Logan's practice. And so when Logan would show up, I would have a practice horse. That way he got the reps he needed. He got what he needed out of his horses. 
And that way I was respectful for his time when he would show up. And so having a practice horse is crucial. For one, it's going to give you the reps you need so you can rope for yourself. It's going to give you the the reps that your partner needs so he can rope for real. Because you don't want to just max out your good horse during the week and then expect him to work good on the weekends. That's not the longevity is not going to work very, very well. And so one thing I would structure my practices on, okay, now I'm going to, my partner's going to come rope. I've got my, my good horse. He wants to rope behind my good horse on a couple steers. I've already freed my horse up through the couple days right there where my partner wasn't there. Okay. He wants to rope a couple behind my good horse. He wants to rope a couple behind my practice horse. I'm going to get on that speed trainer. And if I'm having a little bit of heck with maybe my delivery or whatever, whatever it is, I'm going to get on that speed trainer first, and I'm going to beat up whatever it is my weaknesses is before I get on my good horse, before I get on my practice horse. That way I'm not wasting runs on them. Get your stuff sharp on that speed trainer, and then that way when you get on your practice horse, whatever it is you're working on is already kind of there. You're saving runs on them. I don't know how many times I've got on my horses and like, okay, let's see how my roping is. You're wasting runs. I've, I've gotten a lot of stuff done on my speed trainer first before I even started my practice session. Those are good ways right there to be a little bit more efficient with your practice and a little more structured. And then there's times too where Logan was like, man, I need to rope behind your good horse when you're training on your good horse because my horse is wanting in. All right. Well, if I'm freeing my good horse up and he needs to free his heel horse up, we can kind of do that together. So it's, it's good to communicate with you and your partner where you can kind of structure what your horse needs what you need, what he needs, and then just make sure that the runs you guys are trying to practice during the week are there and it feels good. Then that is going to give you confidence. The more prepared that I got during the week, the more confidence I had on the weekends.